And welcome to the Mouse at War podcast. My name's Chris, and tonight I'm joined by Liza, Tony, Bridget, and Adam. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Aloha. Aloha. I like it. Okay. So we started a show. We did about half the questions. We got a little off track with our Kenny G diatribe. And we're going to start the rest of the listener questions right now. So let's jump right into it. Deanna, who's a good friend of mine, writes, do you think free dining... Oh, no. Really, Deanna? Okay. Deanna writes, do you think free dining will go away at Walt Disney World once Galaxy's Edge opens? There's a, It's a two-part question. What do you guys think? I'm going to throw this to Bridget. Uh, so it's kind of hard to say. I think, yeah. I think it will be minimal. I think they use free dining as kind of their wild card to to get people in rooms, especially like they did this year with opening it up into the summer, which they haven't done in a long time. So um, I'm going to say, I I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I think it'll be very minimal if we see it again. I think so too. And I, it was minimal this time. I, I think there's a tiny chance that in July you might see some discount opening up for October through December I don't want to say that I think it will be free dining, but I think you'll see something. But, you know, as long as they have rooms to fill, they're going to fill them whatever way they can. Okay. The second part of Deanna's question is, okay, this is a tough one. Do you, What do you think the crowds are going to be like at the end of January with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Guys, I don't think we can predict any of this. Yeah. It's I hard will- to say. I will say that our agents have been booking a ton of room-only reservations for January and February, and every cast member I talk to about January says that uh, the rooms are really filling up fast. But, you know, that could also be because of sporting groups and things like that. So um, there's definitely still availability, so don't panic. I also Um, think it's going to depend on when Rise of the Resistance opens up. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. Yep. It would be so um, wrong of us to really kind of say yes or no, I think. I heard um, Rise um, most likely opening December 31st, New Year's Eve. What? Where did you hear that? The internet. <laughs> okay. Do you know Very what I reliable. heard? Elvis is alive and living with Bigfoot on the internet. Yeah, well, not Bigfoot. Um, the Yeti, which, by the way, when are we going to fix the Yeti? But, um, yeah, I think that's that's probably going to when it opens at least in florida do you have to message me and all of us and tell us where you heard that unless you want to say internet the internet okay nora writes is there any oh gosh okay guys these are tough because we have no idea honestly but is there any information yet on when the skyliners will open end of november that's what she's asked i'd definitely be up by the end of november yeah i thought wasn't it september I've heard September, I've heard end of August. So I'm thinking they'll be up and running when Galaxy's Edge is open. That's what I was Mm -hmm. thinking. I'm hoping. I agree. I'm really Uh, hoping. The latest from Walt Disney World says coming fall 2019. Hmm. Well, they told us the Galaxy's Edge was opening fall 2019, too. I mean, but is, is it fall when the Halloween parties start? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So that would be August 7th. No, 16th. <laughs> exactly. 16th this year. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Interesting. I, Nora, I wish we knew. I know that Liza and I are staying at Pop 
for uh, Star Wars, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when it opens. And we are really hoping those gondolas will be up. Oh, yes. Oh, that's right. You're not hoping. But you'll go in it anyway. I'm going to scary rides. It's not dangling from a wire. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, the whole dangling from a wire, when you say it that way, kind of does sound not as great. So. Yeah, that's that's the part that it kills me is the dangling yeah. from like one little tiny string. I feel like well, they've figured this out so that you're not going to fall from a dangling string. I I think when we go on it, Liza, I promise not to try to move it around. Yeah, I don't I don't really want it to swing like Mickey's not fun wheel, Mickey's nightmare wheel, or whatever it is now. <laughs> yes, indeed, and, and Mickey's fun wheel looks gorgeous. Not the most fun ride. Okay, all right, let's go to our next one. Bill writes best spot to watch. Magic Kingdom fireworks without being in the park. Liza, you're a fireworks person. What do you think? Oh, yes. I love watching them from California Grill because you get a great meal. If you time it right, they'll bring you a drink and take your order. And then you're like, oh, firework time. And then you just go walk out there and watch them. And then you can come back and eat a great dinner. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people like the poly. Have any of you done the poly? Yeah, I've done the poly on the beach. I did, but it was prior to the uh, bungalows over the water. That used to be a phenomenal spot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. It's still not too bad. I mean, if you know, if you stand on that one, like you know, closer to the pool, we've been at the pool before, and they've gone off, like on a late night swim, and we've gotten out and watched them. You know, I think it's it, it it's it's still nice. I mean, it's you just can't go over as far. It's limited. The space is a little more limited. You know, I I will say that an excellent an excellent vantage point for watching the fireworks. Uh, it's not free, but if you happen to take a fireworks cruise uh, uh, from any of the resorts on Bay Lake, uh, they actually park the the boats out in front of the uh, you know where where the entrance is, right along where the 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 ferry docks, uh, and they um, they pipe out the music to the boat, and it's a it's a great vantage point. No crowds. But, you know, it's going to set you back uh, about 300 bucks for, for the hour, hour and a half that the cruise takes. Um, I don't want to digress, guys, but is the fireworks worth it now to watch from a non-park space, given how much projections they use? And I wouldn't want it to be my only time I saw the fireworks to see it out of the park. But, you know, if you're in a situation where you've seen it already before... Uh, yeah, I think it's because it's a different vantage point, especially like Tony said, if you're out on the water, that's spectacular. And I'm not even mm-hmm. a nighttime show kind of person. And even I like it. Okay. Don asks, when do you think the value resorts will have queen beds? Well, I think some of them already do. Yes. Yeah, they do. So you've got them a pop, of course, with the refurb. Some all-star music. Yes. So as those rooms are refurbed, they will all have a queen bed with a queen pull down. So, and there, that pull down is very comfortable, but Liza, you and I have taken turns, you know, cause we're there all the time. Uh, you know, one time I'll get it. The other time you'll get it. I mean, they're totally, totally comfortable. Oh yeah. I love so. those beds. I like that you get ample pillows. Yes. They give you so many pillows. 
It's I love how many pillows they give I you. Know, it's right? fabulous. And they're great pillows. It's a okay. great Ugh. pillow. Let me yes. ask you to a question. You like the pillows. You like that they're giving you like six pillows per bed. Why don't you just go to Target and buy yourself a ten dollar pillow? Pillows per bed. The you same. can get more pillows. You could find those pillows. You can get more pillows. That's true. But I, why get a pillow? I've got like seventy five pillows on my bed. You know, I have yeah, an addiction. I I, to you pillows. have a problem with pillows. I yes. have a pro pillow addiction. Pillows, they're great, and I, I need two pillows. I'm a two pillow sleeper. I'm a three. I oh. have three. Mm-hmm. There you go. Call, call me crazy. But I would gladly sacrifice pillows for a comforter or a bedspread again. Yes. Oh, that's Those true, are great, Tony. too. True. That but is why true. don't you just at, call down and ask for, like, another blanket? There's something comfort, well, comforting about a comforter. Yeah. That's like, true. Fluffy and, like, cozy. I feel like I need a couple of those blankets at night because, you know, you get back to the room and I don't know why they do this, but they turn it down to like 62 in there or something yeah. and the housekeeping mm-hmm. comes in there and it's like freezing in it's that so, room and I need like yeah. extra blanket. We always order more blankets. You and I, when we stay in a room, we're always like, can you send two more blankets down? Make That's it three. True. That's true. For and they do. They'll, they'll accommodate that. So keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, Tony. Or you could just bring like your afghan, your crocheted blanket that you made that you like to have on you when you watch TV. It's actually oh. crocheted from my own back hair. So. <laughs> oh, God. So it's real cozy. <laughs> well, that's clever. I like that. I have one from Cat Fur, actually. <laughs> I know. I'm sweeping mine right now. I'm going to sweep it up and make it later. Yes, exactly. We're disgusting humans. Okay, she's got a two-part question. Her other question is, if we are going in February, when should we book? We are going to price a moderate and value for a family of three. Um, Okay, so you're going in February. By the time this show airs, well, I think we'll probably put it up before the 18th of June, which is when new packages come out. You should book right away. No pressure. I mean... As the non-travel agent on the show, book with the travel agent, one of these four, because if something changes, they will change it for you in terms of price. We can always, yeah, we can always add a discount. And there's no charge. And you can have as much control or as little as you want. But No, well, it's a shameless plug. Yeah, thank you, Don, for that question. And you don't have to book with us. We'll still like you. But, um, yeah, I would book as soon as the new packages come out. Because at that point, you are so close. And... All you have to do is put your 200 down. You can make payments. You can use gift cards. Disney doesn't care. They'll they'll take, you know, magic beans and a goat. So you I can, wish they would. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I actually did pay with a goat the other day. And um, an old family goat. Yes. Okay. Desiree asked, thinking about Caribbean Beach next trip, but the transportation issue worries me. What's the best building for buses? Anybody know an answer to that? Okay. Well, the best building, I would say Jamaica or Barbados. Barbados is going to be close to the food court and all of that. And then Jamaica is going to be close to the Skyway. So, and because they have multiple bus stops, it's not as big of an issue unless you're concerned about, you know, like, okay, what's the last bus stop before you leave a resort, that kind of thing. Cause like I've been at Coronado and the bus has been full and you're the last stop before they leave to go to the park and you don't get on the bus. And the same thing can happen at Caribbean beach. So maybe ideally you want to be on that first bus um, that picks up 
but mm-hmm. then you're on the last bus that drops off. So, so mm-hmm. it's kind of tough, but, but Liza's right. Jamaica is closest to that stop for the uh, Skyliner. So I, I would say you want to be on that first bus stop in the loop. Yes. You're going to have to circle around the resort when you're headed somewhere, but at right. the end of the night, when you've got a little one who, you know, you're carrying and is cranky, you're the first stop. Do you know which one that is? So it's Martinique, Old Port Royal, Barbados, Trinidad, Jamaica, and Aruba. Okay. All right. So there's your answer. But I are is Martinique, is that like a premium location? They have to pay a little bit more? Um, it is right Port Royal. Okay. So it probably is premium. And the other thing is, is then you're looking at a trade-off because you're good for the buses, but if you're concerned about the Skyliner, then you're on the opposite. It's a huge resort. Like when I was there a couple months ago, I was like, gosh, this is a humongous resort. I haven't stayed there. That's the only resort on property I haven't stayed at. I've only toured it for work. And um, it's big. It's got a big lake in the middle too. And then it's got that huge... Uh, you know, tower across from it, the Riviera. I feel like Trinidad South is so far out of the way because it's the farthest out from the main pool, from the food court, from all of that. It's a it's a haul to walk over there. Yeah, I stayed in Trinidad South the first time I ever stayed there, and I didn't like it at all. It was yeah. too far from everything. We stayed in Jamaica, and that wasn't too bad, but we rented a car that year. Yeah. I, I like having a car anyway, and I think maybe that's why I'm not a big fan of the moderates is all the bus stops. Like, I've learned to love Coronado because I feel those refurbed rooms are really nice. I think the amenities are there are really nice, but I have to have a car at those places. Yeah. And I know Disney is trying to reduce all the, you know, carbon footprint and everything, and ideally you're on a bus, but I haven't adjusted to buses yet, so... But they do have, if you're into jogging, they've got a great jogging trail. It's like a 1.2 mile jogging trail. Oh, nice. So. Yeah. the place is so big. It's actually a really pretty resort. I No question. So, okay. All right. Let's go ahead and move on to the next one, shall we? We kind of covered this question earlier when we were asked what cast member job we would want in the park. But AJ is kind of expanding on it. And she's saying, if you could have any job at Disney... Which one would you do? I'm going to go to Liza first. Any job? Cast member job. You know, I said I was wanting to be the character in a parade or a dancer, even though I can't dance, but that's fine. Because in my dreams, they would hire me anyway. Right. I, or, or be an aerial, but I can't sing, but that's cool. But I think I would like to do the Tower of Terror. I think that would be fun. They kind of have to act serious. And they wear those cute bellhop uniforms. And I like those uniforms. Right. The theming's nice. Okay. Tony, what about you? I would like to be either um, the greeter at the Grand Floridian or the Commodore at the uh, Yacht Club. Okay. And just greet guests all day. You'd be a good greeter. You'd be tired. You'd be like, I can't say hi to another person. (laughs) No, that would be awesome. Okay. Bridget? Uh, I think I've probably said this one before, but I, um, I was, I'd want to be part of entertainment. So like doing either the castle show or the parades, um, something that, um, kind of pulls my theater background. Cause I, I miss doing it and I always like going to see a show and kind of, you know, 
brings me back to the old days. So I would love to do something like that again. That'd be fun. All righty. Adam? Um, I have two. Either a tour guide, not a VIP tour guide, but a tour guide for one of the established tours. Because the people people paying for those tours want to be there and they're interested. Mm -hmm. And Or I would want to be one of those plain clothes, the people that walk around with the grabbers. I don't know what they do, but that looks like a fun job oh the management people yeah they're picking up trash i mean you know why they do that right uh well i think are they like like security or something also or something under are you talking about like people in regular clothing who are picking up trash they've got the little stick right Yeah, they got the grabber but they don't pick up trash. those are those are upper level management yeah that's what i want to be they're upper level management and they do that because traditionally when walt was in the disneyland park he would pick up trash and so that started a kind of tradition of his people, his higher ups picking up trash. So it's not just the custodial people picking up trash. It's, you know, it's a a show of respect for where you're working and the people you're working with. Okay. So I would go ahead and I'd want to be the CEO or president, whatever they call it, of the Magic Kingdom. A mayor? No, the, the, like the CEO of the park, like the president of the magic kingdom oh, like the you're like, well i want to be I, well, I mean, it's any job right well oh, but see, if, you were eisner, if you were eisner you could give because one of the listeners amber who's actually an agent with us said she would uh want to be the ceo so she could give everyone a raise which i think is very commendable um but i think being in charge of the magic kingdom would be awesome also i would hope that being in charge of the magic kingdom comes with having a house over at golden oak Oh, you know what? Honorable mention to this job. I should have said this. I'd want to be a plaid because then I could hang out with the people and then possibly ride rides. That is actually true. Yeah, that is true. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. And then you kind of feel like you're guiding them and helping them have the best trip. But you also get to have fast passes for everything. I have to be honest. I can't see you in that outfit. I Yeah, I don't usually wear plaid. But I would make an exception for that job. Yeah. Especially red plaid. You look like a, look like a Christmas present. That's true. But that's okay. I, I would be okay with it for fast passes all day. Okay. All right. Next question. Jason asks, what is the one restaurant where you had a subpar, less than magical experience that you swore never again, but when you go back, managed to change how you thought about it. Did you change your opinion because of the service, quality of food, dining experiences, or all of the above? I'm going to add two to these. And I'm going to say Ohana and La Cellier, both good and both bad. You never know what you're going to get. La Cellier, I think an issue is the fact that it's a signature restaurant with college students waiting on you instead of professional servers. I think that can be a problem with La Cellier, but I think overall the food is pretty good. Um, Ohana, it just depends on when you go. If you go too late at night, you might get some dried food. You know, the last sort of, you know, meals of the night are maybe not as good as the earlier ones. Um, So that would be mine. Uh, Does anyone have a place that, you know, they swore they would never go back and they changed their opinion? I have oh. one I I don't know if I'm going to go back to, but Okay. But I should. Napa Rose uh, uh. Grand Californian. The service was fine. I, I had no problem with that. It just it was ex- stupid expensive and the yes. food was just it was not exciting. I was not excited no. to read the menu. Nothing on there was worth the, you know, $100 a head I had to pay to eat there. 
and 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 they had a guy in there walking around with a tank top, which like threw me off. Like, come nice. on, can you dress a little nicer, please. So I, I will go I back. I'll go back. You. I'll go back there because it's it it's supposed to be good, and maybe I just had a bad experience, so I have to give it another chance. And I apologize, Adam. It's vacation. I like to wear tank tops. <laughs> oh, Tony. Oh. See, here's and I had a similar experience with Napa Rose. I was really pumped up to go. I'd heard nothing but good, but good things, and then I went, and it was just kind of a letdown. It was kind of blah. Um, on the other hand, I mean, I tell everyone to go to Carthay Circle. Mine, I need to try it again. I tried it once, but uh, Citrico's. Oh yeah, I was just underwhelmed. I, I was expecting right more. I was expecting more. I don't even remember what you I got. The That's steak, the problem, probably, right? No, no, I don't think. I don't know. See, I don't even remember what I got. That's you, the issue. You, you should remember what you got because it's so order, good. You got to mm-hmm. order the risotto. That's what you got to get over there. But see, I tried the scallop and I thought it was awful. Mm. Yeah, but it you don't like fish. like slimy fish. Yeah, but I've had a scallop that was flipping amazing. So, and it was great. Like, and I ate seven of those things. That scallop over there, you could tell it was old scallop. Like it was an old scallop that had been shucked a long time ago. I think, I think Jason would disagree because he had the same meal I had there. and we Yeah, I've had the scallops there. They're good. They, I, I've never had a bad meal there. I would say, especially if you don't, like sometimes, and I do this sometimes, I will get really lazy and I'll just order the steak because I've had a long day. I don't want to think about my food. I order the filet. It's so boring. You could get it anywhere. You could make it at home. And it would taste the same. So I say order something interesting there and you'll never be unhappy. But you, you know, just it wasn't your night. Well, that's so you should go back. I, no. I need to work on our dining for August, but we're not going there. So, yeah, I know. But one day, you know, I'll, I might give it another shot. But, um, you know, they got to be really fresh before you know so they don't taste like that you know it didn't have that fishy taste to it real fishy is strong okay all right any other final thoughts on this question i can't think of any that's right jason asked this question he was actually at citrico's during that (laughs) hey jason okay stephanie was there too we had a a good night okay I, i can't there are rarely bad meals i've had on property I agree. It's very hard to pick for this. I really, that's what I think. Diamond Horseshoe. Diamond Horseshoe was the worst. <laughs> I, said it I said the macaroni and cheese came out. It looked like it was in a big, flat, round pan. And it actually looked like someone had sat on it and been like, there you go. Whoa. It was terrible. The food was bad. And the, the worst thing was seeing who, I, I guess she was probably the manager. She was really young running around trying as hard as she could but you could only do so much with that food it was appalling and it was expensive so um but yeah i think that's really the only meal i've ever had on property where i said i would not go back to that restaurant and i i won't there's no way i'm changing my mind even something like beer garden i which is you know i grew up on german food so i'm kind of picky about it but even that to me was acceptable but Diamond Horseshoe mm-hmm. was a disaster. So, yeah, I've steered clear. I haven't yes. been in there. Do you enjoy Schnitzengruben? I love Schnitzengruben, of course. Huh. It's from Blazing Saddles. Oh. It's a movie all guys know and all women go, huh? Okay. All right. Let's go with the next one. 
Brian's question I like. This is a fun question. Brian asks, I'm obsessed with all things about uniforms. Which cast member uniform is your favorite and which one would you most like to wear for a day? Okay, Liza, come up with something. I know there's something crazy in the back of your head. Well, okay, so I would like to wear one of those Citizens of Hollywood outfits, like from the 40s. Oh my gosh, that's mm. like does those. that count? It because does. That's what I would want to well, do. It kind of does, and it kind of doesn't. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you have that one. Yeah, I want to dress up like I'm in the 40s. Okay. All right, Adam. All right. Don't make fun of me, but uh, it's gonna be hard, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> I my f- I know it's weird. My favorite uniform costume are those flag shirts that the people at the Epcot food booths wear. Oh, <laughs> I've always, I love that. I've always loved those shirts. with food. I've I always, have a towel like that. Well, well I, wear it around Adam. <laughs> I, it, yeah. uh, it turned, uh, I, I, it, I liked them ever since my first visit when there was no food booths. It was, they were just wearing them, I guess, for whatever reason. But, yeah. but I love those shirts. I want one. Okay. I like it. I like it. That would be funny. And I would never have thought of that in a million years. So I like it. Okay. Uh, Tony. There are a bunch of, of costumes slash uniforms that I like. Um, the one I would wear haunted mansion. Oh uh, yeah. You know, Butler, uh, outfit, you know, simple yet elegant. Um, I love the periodness of the, uh, tower of terror. You know, kind of that old bellhop style uniform. Um, I love the Casey's Corner uniforms. They're just old fashioned baseball uniforms, but they really fit and help, you know, with the atmosphere of the restaurant. And I love the fire chief uh, from the Main Street uh, cast, along with the Dapper Dan's. I get one like wow. a dapper. Oh, I would pay money to see you in a Dapper Dan's. He's got a whole That'd closet full of uniforms <laughs> at this <does>. point. <laughs> oh, it's true. All right, Bridget. Um, I would either do one of the countries in Epcot, like so maybe Italy mm. or um, the UK. I always think they're kind of fun because they're Theirs are cute, like yeah. traditional. Um, you know, uh, uh, what they what they may have worn a long time ago. I don't know, but um, the other ones I would wear maybe would be um that trolley show that comes through on Main Street, and they're kind of like turn of the century. Those uh, are fun. They're kind of fun and remind me of like an old musical, like Meet Me in St. Louis or something like that. Yeah. So That's I'd wear what one they of those. Sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. The trolley mm-hmm. song. Judy Garland, baby. Yeah, she's my girl. Okay, I would wear the costumes in Germany, the traditional Durandal uh, that the oh, girls. Oh yeah, I love those. And I actually have a real one, not like not one of those ones you buy like at the Halloween store. I have a real one. It's in my closet. I have no reason to wear it. But I love those, and theirs are really pretty. So you just wear it to Whole Foods and see what happens. I I know, right? Pardon me, you have every reason to wear that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you don't need a reason; just wear it. Borschnitzen Gruben. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Twice in one night, we mentioned Schnitzen Gruben. Okay, Kristen asks, "What is the one thing you have to do every trip?" I'm going to throw this over to Tony because he was last last time. Uh, every trip, first park, Magic Kingdom, and Teppanito uh, for uh, dining. Nice. Adam, what about you? Peter Pan, Tiki Room, Carousel Progress, Dole Whip, and Spaceship Earth. Okay. Liza. Uh, Spaceship Earth, Illuminations, 
If I can make it over there, I like to do tower. Okay. And Bridget? Um, Chef Mickey's Citrus Swirl, um, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, and what else? There's a lot. Casey's with no. Mark. No. That's not it. <laughs> I mean, we've gone there. He's been there. <laughs> He's been there. Um, yeah, I forget what the other one was, but they're, they're some of the top ones. There's others, though. Oh, I forgot okay. Muppets. I forgot Muppets. Sorry, Muppets. Muppets? You can you can have Muppets in there, too. It's a shame they're closing that. They're not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, mine would be Carousel of Progress. It just feels like home. I want to eat a good meal at a signature restaurant. I don't really care which one, but if I had my choice, California Grill, I want to eat at Via Napoli, and I love to end the night with a nice long walk. If it's not too cold, I just like to decompress for about an hour. I usually will call Liza on the mm-hmm. phone and talk to her while my kids are sleeping and my husband is back in the room checking email, doing whatever. I like to take a walk. I so. still, it still amazes me that you can walk at the end of the walking. Yeah, I'd like to walk. I'm like Tony. Wow. Tony and I are like on, we have Fitbits. But uh, he walks prior to the walking and you walk post-walking. That You you haven't met my children. I, I walk prior and post. Yeah. Post and prior. Post and prior. Sometimes wow. I'll do morning, but usually I don't get up right away in the morning to do it. But I like a good walk at night. I just... I, I think for me personally, I feel like the parks are, they're so overstimulating that it's the best way to decompress at night is to take a nice walk. So when I pick a resort, one of my criteria is, can I get a good walk in? So, oh, and I forgot one thing. If I'm there, with right my, if I get, if I'm there with my kids, I have to ride small world. Of course. Uh, it's a priority yeah. at this point. And Flight of Passage, because I have one that... Oh, Flight of Passage is awesome. She has to ride that, and then I have another one that has to ride the other. Okay. All righty. Let's go to the next one. Okay. Amy asks, now that the Pixar play place is gone for the contemporary, are there any new places to drop the kids off so that mom and dad can go on a date night? (laughs) Who knows the answer to this? Because I know for sure... They do have a new place, right? It's called the hot tub at the hotel. <laughs> I know, that's what happened to me. Please watch my kids. It's small world. <laughs> I'll be back. And I'm there's sure. all those like pirate things you can drop your kid off on. Pirate adventures. Which is odd because you go on a boat. You'd think they wouldn't want to. Dang. Think about it. Just just leaving them with a pirate. Yeah. Just leave them with this pirate over here. <laughs> It'll be a, fine. On a pontoon that boat. Is... Amy, right now, there's not anything on property that where you can drop your child off, you can do kids night out. I've done kids night out many times when my kids were little. Fortunately, now I have a 16 year old who's a great babysitter, but you can, you know, go with kids night out. I think they're very safe. You can actually even specify the kind of sitter you want. Like say you want an old granny type or you want a young, you know, college student type, male, female, whatever you prefer. Um, never had a bad experience with them. And there have been sitters where we've had multiple times because we like them so much. Uh, other than that, um, you can do some like little quick drop-offs like the pirate cruises. Those are a lot of fun. My kids have done that a couple times. It's only two hours, so it's really not possible for you to do very much um, in that time. So, But I think right now, your best bet is the in-room babysitting. Okay, Courtney's going to bring us over to Universal Studios. Courtney asked, 
what's the best and worst quick service and table service at Universal? It's not up to Disney standards by any means, but it's still good food. Um, I would say personally, I think the best quick service is the Leaky Cauldron over in Diagon Alley. That's in the park, of course. Um, I think the best table service is Mama Della's. What about you guys? Oh, Mama Della's hands down. Yeah, it's really good. I and mean, I would actually. Uh, yeah, that's really good. It is um, a little expensive, but it's good and it's kind of fun. They have like an opera singer that comes around. Um, I think that you do have some chains there. You have like Bubba Gump, which is okay. And there is like a pizza place in Dis- down, or sorry, I was going to call it downtown Disney. Oops. Mm. City Walk. That's good. Um, anyone have any other experiences with quick service at Universal? Tony, I know you've been. Uh, nothing memorable. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to go with the three broomsticks too. Yeah, that's good. Circus McGurkis. Okay. That's just interesting. Um, I think Tony's description of not memorable would fit there. The um, funny thing is that's the one place, that's the one quick service we've eaten at multiple times. Yeah. Just <laughs> because it's it's quick, there's never anyone in there. And uh, yeah, uh, there's a Coke freestyle. That's like the highlight. Oh, they Coke don't freestyle. Have, they haven't, you know, at a certain point, Disney said, let's let's make this an attraction for, you know, food and attraction. And they've done an excellent job of it. Universal hasn't done that yet. Ha- um, has anybody eaten at Bumblebee Man's taco truck? No. Yes, that was very good. Was it really? Because there is rated number one on a couple of places. Yes. Wow, I need to check it out. Okay, I'll check I'll, that out. I want to go. What there. about Voodoo Donuts? Amazing. Did you like it? Okay. Yes, very much so. I refuse to eat there because I think their advertising is sexist. It's it's a little risque. <clears throat> it is risque. I don't need my donuts to be risque. Okay, I want my donuts to be wholesome and straightforward. But I'm, I'm excited about there. I'm excited about the taco truck. Me too. I see so what you, you ate there, there. Chris. What wholesome donuts? <laughs> oh my nice. gosh, Adam! Thank you, Adam. So funny. Oh my. Yeah. So funny. Um. Okay. So I'm. You know. I'm sorry. Our answers aren't probably as satisfying as you would like. The the real answer is the food's just okay over there and i'm gonna make a confession when i my clients go there and they're disney clients i always say at least one night uber over to disney springs so that's you know it's it's just i feel like it's it's a lot about the staff at universal Uh, the staff is just uninterested Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know, not a hundred percent true. You know, we we would go up to quick service locations, and we went during April break, so you figured it would be you know well yeah. staffed, and you would walk up, and there would be one cast member, or not not even cast member because it was Universal, so they're I guess they're not cast members, um, and they were just very lackadaisical. It's like you know, I always feel like Disney is like the top. And then people who can't get employed at Disney shoot over to Universal, and then you've got like IHOP and then Waffle House. Yeah, when when I ate at Cowfish, it was it yeah. was really bad service there, and I was uh, I really wanted it to be good. Well, the food wasn't too bad, but uh, just side note: if you ever go to Cowfish, portions are insanely huge, so you need to. Just keep that in mind. They did not give us the service that you get at Disney at all. It, it wasn't even comparable. 
Can I just say I've eaten there and the service was good, but the food was not. So I had just the opposite. Like I, I had a really good server and, and I do agree that the Disney world cast members spoil you for service. So when you go to another, you know, park, you kind of expect that it is about 50, 50, um, as far as your team leader, I guess team members over there, right? Yeah. As far as your mm. team members go, um, can I just say on a personal note as an, seeing this now, like we all sell universal, of course, and my clients are always happy when they go, I will say on a personal note, dealing with universal, um, as a vendor for client, I mean, they're phenomenal. They really are good to work with. So they've treated us very fairly. Um, but the food is not that great. And, you know, maybe they know that. (laughs) So, Um, and maybe food's not what they're doing. You know, like I said, Disney decided at a certain point to be a destination for food and they've done a phenomenal job. So they've really raised the bar and nobody, nobody has come near that. So, and Hey, it's better than SeaWorld food. So Mm. now they've always got the, the, the toothsome chocolate emporium. So, you know, if you want to get some chocolate and overload on sugar, that's the place to go. I was not impressed. It was so, so bad. Like it was like the first few bites are great. And then you're like, oh gosh, I'm going into a coma. Yeah. It's really sweet, but they do have a huge selection of macaroons there. Do they really haven't seen those? The the desserts were very good, but if you ever dine there, like midway through the meal, they've got like Dr. Toothsome actually walks out or Mrs. Toothsome, whatever with her robot. And they like go to tables and talk to people. And it's like, this isn't what I signed up for. I just, I just wanted to come here and eventually get a big hunk of chocolate ice cream, you know? Yeah. Um, so you're kind of like forced into interacting with these characters that were created just for this restaurant. It'd be yeah. like if the, ha- it'd be like if it was the mid seventies and the Hamburglar came out and started talking to you. <laughs> the Hamburglar. Oh, <laughs> or Grimace. Yeah. Hamburglar and Grimace are coming. You know, that Mills drive-in looks kind of cool too, though. Yeah. Always pass it. Never been in. Um, okay. So Brittany asks, what are your tips and strategies for doing Disney world with a small child? We are considering taking our son for the first time next year. He would be about two and a half years old at the time. Is it worth it or too much work? What age do you think is the best time for a first visit? Go ahead, Bridget. Uh, I think any age is a really good time for a first visit because it's, it's always changing. And we took Nick when he was two and a half and, um, you know, I mean, he went, there, you know, there, he can't go on the big, big rides, but he loved the character meet and greets. I mean, he just, he was so into it. So any age, I always encourage people to, you know, even when they're young, to bring them um, and then take them when they're five and then take them when they're seven, you know, because they're, it's just going to constantly change the reactions to things. Um, but the one thing I will say is to make sure that you take breaks. Like when he, when they're tired, take your break. Go find a cool place to to sit or, you know, take them back to the hotel and let them have pool time. Um, you know, that's the one thing that killed us with him is that we didn't take a lot of breaks the first time because we didn't really think to. We were new parents. We didn't know. So, um, and that, that leads to the meltdowns. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to save your sanity and it's going to save, you know, and make them a happier kid in the long run. So don't push it. Get done what you can and don't fret about not getting everything done at once. Okay. I like that. I'm going to go to the next one because you got quite a few left. 
And we want to get to everyone. Abby asks, what is the best way to spend a departure day? We fly out in the afternoon slash evening. We might just spend the morning in the park, but have considered hanging out at the pool, Disney Springs, or mini golf. What would you do? Park. How about you, Liza? Oh, we we go to the park. If you got yeah. an extra ticket day, you might as well go to the park. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Tony? Uh, mini golf sounds good. Uh, as far as uh, spending it in the park, unless you're really up on that, uh, like maybe sixth or seventh day where that park day that you're only going to use for two or three hours is only $10 extra per person, you know, I would I would do it then. But if you're doing like a three-day ticket and that three hours is going to cost you $40 a person, really mm-hmm. not worth it. Yeah. Um, but mini golf is a great way to, uh, uh, you know, end your day. And if you b- book a package, uh, you do get uh, rounds of mini golf for free before 4 PM. So maybe save that for your last day and, and go to one of the four mini golf courses on property. See, I like how you went right in with that financial aspect. I think we have Cheryl to thank for that. <laughs> Very yes, good. Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. Cause you always see that on the voucher. Like you have yes. a mini golf on there. It's just, I never have made it over there to do it. Maybe that is what you should do then. Just check it out. It's something different. It sounds like torture, but for some people, (laughs) it's nice. Um, Bridget, how about you? I would do the park. Yeah. I don't love mini golf, so I'm all about the park. can't even. How about you, uh, Adam? I would um, find a place to nap because (laughs) and all that is a a pain in the neck. Wait a minute. Would you go? Get a massage. You can do whatever you want. Would you go get a massage? Um, I oh, have. Yeah. I have done that, but the massages are best at the end of the trip when you've done all your walking. That's what this is, though. This is the end of the trip, like when That's they're about to leave. Last day. Like she's got a seven o'clock flight. Oh. <laughs> you could go I have breakfast. I should have paid attention. Then yes, I would absolutely get a massage. Yes. Yeah, you could go to the Grand Floridian and have a nice <laughs> breakfast, or maybe you don't want a full stomach when you get a massage. No. I don't know how that works no okay it, it doesn't matter it's good you're good and then you oh. go ahead and get your nice like two three hours of pampering yes. and then you you go ahead and take your magical express to the airport you're oh, good I've, to go i like that i've done that multiple times it's wonderful yeah. unless they've got a ton of kids going on and then you can't do that but yeah. i wouldn't probably do the pool because then you're not gonna be able to go back to the room unless you do it first thing in the morning and then you go back and then you get, I mean, I don't know. We'll just want to wait, check out. Well, Abby is, I, I know Abby, Abby is actually one of my clients and she's, um, uh, you know, 20 something with a friend kind of deal. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Well then, so yeah. Abby's got oh girl. Go, go, yeah, go have hang fun. Hang out with Adam and get a massage. Well, maybe not with Adam because that would be, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it would be weird. Maybe we could have the first, you know, uh, I would get a massage too. We could all go get a massage. Let's go. I, I, could, do, I, I could do a giveaway. A massage? A massage <laughs> I don't know, but I think this sounds like the first uh, Mouse and More Bachelor podcast uh, auction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> auction off Adam. Okay. Oh my gosh. Adam can replace the wench and pirates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is so funny well, but don't do i don't know if he could pull off that dress oh, that's right that's right they don't do that anymore i'm sorry okay all right on that note that's pretty darn funny um i'm gonna throw this next one to mr dcl that would be tony scott writes when you are a castaway key do you need id and or money we haven't read anywhere that you can keep your valuables why while you are on the ship during a cruise 
Love the show and thank you. Thank you, Scott. Go ahead, Tony. Um, do you need ID? The only thing you need to get off the ship at Castaway Key is your Key to the World card, which will allow you to get back uh, onto the ship, which is very important. Uh, you won't need any money. Uh, charging privileges are extended onto the island. Uh, the island's infrastructure is built so that the, um, the ship's cash register system uh, point of sale system is actually connected to castaway key so anything you charge on castaway key on your key to the world card automatically goes into your stateroom portfolio so those charges are taken care of um you might want to you know keep a single to tip your servers who are walking the beach to get you some cold drinks but other than that uh, you just need some sunscreen and uh you know maybe a good book I love it. Very nice. Do they okay. do they provide towels and stuff out there, Tony? They do provide towels as you're getting off the ship. There will be none on the once you get down to the seating, uh, to the various beaches. Uh, so you'll take your towels. They have them in giant bins as you exit, and then they have a towel return set up in the same spot at the end of the day. Oh, I cool. like how when you grab the towels there from those bins, they're really warm. Yes. Mm. Not that you really need that on like a summer day, but you know what I mean. It's just sort of, you know, enjoyable. They should have like little treasure chests that you can put your money in. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's you should start was... working for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> there is the we had that question them. earlier. And then... Oh, and you know, the second part to, to Scott's question is anywhere you can keep valuables while you're off the cruise. They have a safe in the room. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if you're talking about taking valuables with you, um, you know, that's at your own risk. I know they do make these little safe pouches that are like rips, rip-proof nylon that you can purchase. Mm. I believe they actually sell them on board the ship and on Castaway Key. But if you're talking about leaving valuables while you're on the island, uh, each stateroom comes with a safe. You set the, the security code um, and you place all your valuables in there, your money, your passports, your phones, your wallets, um, your laptops. They're pretty good sized. Oh, nice. You know what? Tony. <laughs> okay. Brief intermission for inappropriate jokes that only Chris and Liza laughed at. Okay. Go ahead, Adam. <laughs> Tony, does the ship offer their own onboard safe thing that you could give the staff and they'll hold it for you? Kind of like a um, safety deposit box or something like that? They do not. Each each stateroom has its own safe. Dang, okay. Adam. What you bring in? I, you know what, I, I classified, yeah. it's classified documents, but sometimes like you go to hotels, they, they have, they could hold things for you. Whereas, you know, maybe the cruise ship would, but they don't want to be, you know, responsible for it. If you're a double O agent and you're expecting them to hold like a Walther PPK with a silencer on it, they won't hold that for you. Yeah. Oh. It's really, really Mr. annoying. Mr. Bond, right. To change my, so my actually, I think what he means is his diamond encrusted pinky rings that he always oh. wears. Because, you know, you have to take those off when you're going to be out in the ocean. You don't want to ruin them. So, yes. <laughs> Let's go with the next one. Cheryl, a familiar name, writes, what is your favorite character meal? Do you think it's worth the price? Not on the dining plan. She's not just talking about paying cash, incidentally. Counselor, I'm going to recuse myself from this question. Oh, you're recusing yourself? (laughs) Okay. And you'll notice how she immediately brings up price. It's not about the experience. It's not about the character interaction. I need Cheryl to manage my money. I'm not even playing. I need her to tell me no and slap my hand. (laughs) Well, I was thinking about that like two questions ago. I was like, yeah, Cheryl's got it figured out. Okay. 
Um, I, I'm going to say if you have people who enjoy it, it's worth it. But I personally don't like to pay for them. I will say 1900 Park Fair. I'm eating there this Thanksgiving. I've eaten there several Thanksgivings. I feel like a buffet can be a lot of fun for the kids. They can eat whatever they want. And the food at 1900 Park Fair is pretty good. And so is the entertainment. So that's where I'll be Thanksgiving, seven o'clock. Come say hi. What about you, Liza? My favorite character meal, if for the value, if you like princesses, I like the breakfast at Akershish. You get all the princesses there and the food's really good. And the price isn't near what you're going to pay in that castle. Not even close. And the food's like way better. And you get all the princesses and you get a picture with Belle. Yes, good point. Okay, Bridget. Um, I was going to say 1900 Park Fair too, because their food is really good. Um, But I also really like the breakfast at Crystal Palace. Oh, Oh, that's a classic. Because Mm -hmm. they have the deep fried French toast. And when you say deep fried anything, it's automatically better. It is right so. back to my childhood. Amazing. Yeah, yes. it's, the, it's the French toast they used to have at Chef, Chef Mickey's, and they don't have anymore. Oh, and I'm really? very bitter about it. Years was... ago. Years ago. I'm talking a long time. Mm. But, yeah. But then, I mean, I like Chef Mickey's, too, because you have all, like, the Fab Five, but I don't like their food. Oh, so, yeah. So, you know, sure. that's a give and take there. Okay. But they're my, they're my top. How about you, Adam? Plaza at Disneyland. So good. Is definitely worth it. And I like, for both breakfast and dinner, Garden Grill, it's like, yes. about, you know, it's a little less, it's about $40 a head. It's it's one of the lesser expensive character meals, and you get the Fat Five. And the best thing, for me at least, is it's not a buffet, because I hate walking up to buffets. They bring the food to you. <laughs> Why do you hate that? I don't like buffets because I feel like I'm um, cattle walking on a line to get food. It's very primitive buffets. I, I, don't like, I like to be served. I don't like to get my own food. I love it. But that no, plaza, you do that too. Man. I don't mind it at Plaza. Early man ate in buffets. That's how primitive it is. Well, yeah, it's I am better than early man, Tony. I am modern I mean, but At least they're giving you a plate and a fork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, getting that right, or is it just like the it's idea of sharing? Like, it's just yeah, the idea of getting in line, like and it's like it's like going, at, it's like being at school. It's like being uh, like cafeteria. Everyone, like you don't know who's sneezing and things. You know, well, but moving. they do a really good job of keeping those buffets clean. I mean, I think I've mentioned that I had a friend who was management over at Hollywood and Vine, and she said you would be surprised you know, some little hand strays into the food and bam, that pan is gone and it's replaced. So don't. It's also almost, a, it's a lot of waste of food too at buffets. Let's be honest. It is. That Probably. is actually. There are starving kids all over the place that could right. be using that food and we're just schlepping it down like a bunch of. Well, bones. you know, by the same token, there are people who don't get massages and all over the place. <laughs> That's cracks are hurting and there you are hogging up all the massages. Well, <laughs> I'd hog I mean, them too. Come Adam. on. I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> I'm okay. all about massage. So, Chris, I'm I'm not really going to recuse myself from this question. Go ahead. Because I enjoy talking. Um, my favorite character meal is uh, Winnie the Pooh and Friends at the Crystal Palace. Um, I really enjoy going to a late breakfast uh, so that you can get there for the transition of where one side is transitioning to lunch while the other side is still breakfast. So you can kind of get a little smattering of both. That's a hot uh, tip. Exactly. And like Adam, I do highly recommend the Plaza 
the mini and friends breakfast at the plaza. Uh, as far as the volume of sheer character interaction goes, uh, one thing that was amazing about Disneyland is the free range characters that are there. Um, I think we ate with probably, I want to say upwards of 10 different characters during the course of a character meal, which is unheard of one handler, uh, maybe had four characters that they were with. Um, and, and these characters, they didn't care. They came in no order. They went to whatever kid wanted to talk to them. They spent as much time as they would with the child. Mm-hmm. Um, we had characters come to our table twice. You know, Disney World, th- things seem to be so orderly. And once again, we go back to the difference between California and Florida. Florida seems very ordered. You know that it's going to take Mickey one hour to get to every seat in this restaurant, and then he's going to be back. Um, he has, you know, 2.4 seconds to spend with every child and they keep them on their schedule. California, everything was just like a free for all. Um, but it was fun. The kids really seemed to enjoy it. Now, one thing I will say about California is because things were so lax and a lot of, you know, maybe a lot of the guests go there a lot. Kids had no problem running to characters like at any point, even if they were like four tables away. So kids don't really know their space. The other thing I didn't like about that is, you know, Liza talked about Akershus. You got your picture with a princess, and that's included as part of your package. At the plaza, they walk you in. They take, yeah. your, they take your picture with Minnie, and then 20 minutes later, they come walking to your table. <laughs> Do you like the picture? Oh, yeah, it's a nice picture. Well, yeah. this is going to be X dollars. Well, wait a second. Why did I just pay for this character meal? Isn't that included in the package? Come to find out your picture with Minnie is not included, and they will not take your a picture with your camera when you go to that picture station. That's right. That is absolutely true, and I have been victim of the picture, and I have two of them. Yep. That's exactly what happened, Tony. They brought it to the table, and I was like, what? And then I feel I feel pressure when somebody does that to me to tell like be like oh okay because then they went through all the trouble of I don't know but then the next time I went there I was like no 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 not right. doing that but it and, was a little surprising right it was and to Adam's point about walking around buffets when you go to a buffet you know once again we're the plaza it was our first time there as a family the cast members you know when you go to a buffet in in the crystal palace they walk you around they show you where the food is they show you where your table is your staff brings you you know your waiter brings you your your drinks your beverages in california it's a free for all you get your own beverages you get your own silverware they don't tell you where the food is they walk you to your table they sit you down the staff is there the wait staff is only there to bus tables mm-hmm. they don't deliver anything to your table they don't do your beverages but they don't tell you this because once again it's kind of a laid-back atmosphere and i think that they disneyland has so many people that are there all the time because you know annual pass holders and the locals i don't know that they really they, they don't treat people like it's your first time whereas at walt disney world even if it's have you been here before yes well let me refresh your memory about and tell you where the food is and where this yeah. is in disneyland it was like here's here's your table dude you know, that's kind of what it felt like. Tony, That it's funny you bring that up because when I got there to Plaza, they were, you know, not very upfront with what we had to do because it's a different experience. And I was like, all right, where do I go now? And where am I sitting? And it was, you know, lack of communication, that's for sure, over there. Totally. But it was still fun. So I It was. Remember. I mean, the food was good. 
You get obscure characters sometimes, like different characters you wouldn't see anywhere. Where else are you going to see a penguin from Mary Poppins? Yes, things like that, like pop up and you're like, what? Because you don't know what to expect over there. It's not that you know when you go to Crystal Palace who's going to be there every single time. Or you know when you go to Garden Grill who's going to be there every time, but you don't know over there. And I like that. Yeah, I made fun of Captain Hook and he got mad at me. Captain Hook can be really, you know... He's grumpy sometimes. He's got a hook. He once tried to get me to marry him. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) He's very special until I found out he was doing that to other people, too. Oh, well, he's a, yeah. He's a cad. Anyway, okay, let's do our next one. I I actually think this is a whole show. So this is, and I'll just tell you what the question is, and then I'll tell you we're going to turn this into a show. Lisa asks, we're doing a family reunion in November with 17 of us. Any suggestions for things to do in fast passes for a large group? Lisa, this is a great question, but that's a whole show. So we'll record that at a later date, and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have that up well in advance for you to, to do your planning. So thanks for that. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah, and Lisa, feel free to reach out to any of us to help you with that Um you know, we're all agents with Main Street and we're travel and have had experience tra- helping larger groups travel to Disney. So um, we'd be happy to help you and guide you in the right direction. Thanks. Thanks for saying that. Okay. Um, our next one is Stephanie. And Stephanie asks, if you had to, oh my gosh, this is another one. Stephanie. Stephanie's like in my brain and all of you guys are because I would, I think I would love to work for Disney, but just one day. So Stephanie asks, if you had to work for Disney and were equipped to do any job, what job would you want? Okay. We've answered this a couple times. We're going to do it again. Can I tell you my weird fantasy it has always been just once I want to use those big cleaners to clean the... Uh, oh, the Zamboni? No, wait. that's the, It's like I- a little Zamboni. They clean the street. Doesn't that look fun? It's like a giant buffer. But see, I'm totally OCD. Like... Like when we went out of town last week, I cleaned so that the pet sitter would not see any dirt. Like I was cleaning behind things that she would never, like a normal person would never look at. I, I'm like a real neat freak. So I would like to do that. I think it would be fun. Okay. Tony, what about you? Some, give us a weird one. Let's do a weird quirky one that no one would ever yeah. think you would want to do. I would like to be part of the overnight crew, um, yes. especially uh, the crew that changes stuff over from Thanksgiving to Christmas. Oh, how fun. You mean Halloween to Christmas? Into uh, full Christmas mode. I think that would be fantastic. And backbreaking work. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What about you, Liza? What's your weird, quirky thing that you would like to do? What I've always thought, oh, I'd like to do that, and nobody else probably would. But I want to be one of those people. Well, there's two of them, really. But I want to be one of the people that puts the plants in. You know, they change the landscaping all the time. Because you know I like to work out in the grass in the yard. Yes. I'd want to do that, like landscaping. And then I'd also would like to work with the animals at Animal Kingdom. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's nice too. Okay. Um, Adam quirky. I want to be the person that, uh, throws the pixie dust on the, on the Peter Pan ride. You know, you seem so not like dramatic flourish. Okay. I love it. If I can't do that, I think it would be really cool to be in Jedi robes, working over at galaxy's edge with a lightsaber and like doing force things. And I don't know if they'll have those over there, but if they do, that would be really cool. Okay. Um, Bridget, I want to be the person that, maps out the fireworks shows to the music. 
Like, I think that'd be really cool. I think it sounds awesome, actually. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. It's not really um, quirky, but different. Could I ask you, if you're going to do that job, could you not have those, um, what are those big lounge bangs? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) No, the big thing. What are they called? Not howitzers. What are they called? Gosh, okay. But what are the things they go boom? I know what you're talking about. Those are called fireworks. No, there's a thing. They have a special name. Oh, Tony goes boom. Right? No, they have a special name, and it's called. Um, it's, it's not a peony. It's not. It's a it's, barrage. No, it just goes boom. It's like bottle rockets. What are you talking about? Black hats. No. One thing that goes like pew pew, pew boom. It's what just a big firework. It's like a really loud noise. <laughs> the really big bang. The Sonic really boom. Big, no, but well, it's loud. It's really loud. But isn't that what happens when you? blow out a big fireworks <laughs> and then you're louder than others. No, it's there's a reason for it. It's specifically this is unbelievable. This loud <laughs> noise. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's something in the military that like it's well, not like that's why I don't that's think why military Excalibur? No, it's it, I'm gonna type in military boom. Not a grenade simulator. It's not a howitzer. Military it's boom truck. A come on. It's a bazooka mortar. No, it's not a mortar simulator either. No, it is maybe. Okay, no, it's not that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> artillery shell. Artillery artillery simulator. Yes. That's oh what my god. I thought we said <laughs> that already. So Tony wins the prize. <laughs> outside of your tent. Circle gets the square. It was outside of my tent. I was just against the square. It was terrible. Yeah. Okay. Don't use those, Bridget. I won't use use them. them. That's my whole point. Don't use them. I don't even know what what is she. We finally got there. What is she using them on? I I don't even. What was the What was the job? She doesn't. Oh, I'm gonna plan the. Um, I like how. Like, I think it's really cool that they can like. There's people that plan how the fireworks and the music are all. I met those people, but I'll talk to you about them on another day. (laughs) Yes, please do. My bed is calling me. Yeah, yeah. Then I don't think. Yeah. I would. I would just like to add one other awesome job would be the person who makes the caramel apples on Main Street in the confectionery. Yes, I thought about that. I, I thought about be working that. behind that glass wall. Yes, I would love that. Except when they took my picture, I'd be like, "Oh, did you get my good angle? Let me, <laughs> Let me pose." I think I can wear a hairnet and have my picture taken. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Oh, we only got a couple more of these, so let's soldier on, as they say, which is appropriate given the conversation that was just taken out. Um, okay. Lori asks, should Dizzy have stricter dress codes? Lightning round, Liza. I don't know what they would do, though. It's going to be hard to enforce. It's really hard to enforce. And then you're getting judgmental and it's uncomfortable. What about you, Adam? I think they have pretty strict dress codes. They just don't enforce it because of the, you know, opportunity for people to interpret it the wrong way, I guess. so. Good point. And different things fit people differently. You know, I mean, if you are a little twiggy person, maybe some short shorts aren't going to be underbunders, but if you're more curvy, you've got underbunders happening. So, I mean, and that's kind of an uncomfortable situation. Uh, Bridget. Uh, I, I mean, it would be nice, but I don't really think you can. Yes. I you know, it's, yeah, it's not. Well, they do enforce it in the restaurants um, in some of the uh, right. signature restaurants. They will. It's California grill. 
They will make you cover up Mm -hmm. if you're not covered up. Or they will give you a jacket to wear if you're a man or, like, something that you're not wearing correctly. Like, if you're just wearing a t-shirt or you're just looking sloppy, I think they have things for you. What about you, Tony? Yes, and it has to be enforceable. And I, I should have been born, like... 40 years earlier because I really enjoy the old school pictures of Disney yeah. where people used to dress up and men would wear hats and, you know, ladies wore heels. And, uh, it was, a uh, it was a, a trip that, you know, people dressed for. Well, people used to dress up to go to the airport and fly in a plane. Now they just go in their pajamas. That's yeah. You know, because you were flying on an aeroplane mm-hmm. and all, and all stewardesses were nurses. Oh, Tony, I actually um, like to dress up in the park for just that reason. Did you guys see Len Testa in Galaxy's Edge? The pictures? Uh, me? When I was there? Well, he was dressed like, you know, dapper. So was shout he out to Len really? Testa. Yeah, oh, that's he was, awesome. He was really professional out there. I was Not that yeah. he isn't otherwise, but he was over the top. I like seeing that. I do. But a lot of it depends on the weather. In Disneyland, you can kind of do that. You're not super hot, but... You know, in Walt Disney World during the summer, it's going to be too hot to do that. I I usually wear a dress in the parks, but I'll wear a dress to the grocery store. I just prefer, you know, dresses unless it's cold. But yeah, I would would really like something not as not to go to the far extreme of dapper days, right? you know, but not where people are wearing those little, you know, booty shorts with juicy on the backside and cheeks are hanging out. I don't think yeah. we're doing that anymore, though. Yeah, nobody wears the juicy shorts. Well, no, I I was. Who's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I think yeah, I agree. You know where I would put a big change in is a signature dining. Mm-hmm. And it's true that I have occasionally gone in like, you know, wintertime. It's cold. We're exhausted. I've gone in jeans. And I like that option. But I love seeing people dressed up. And I like to dress up myself for dinner at a nice restaurant so yeah i would like to see that and also it's about respect you know um yeah i'm looking for a reason to wear a nice dress well i'm finding one for you with our dining for august missy so let me see what i can find for you okay lynette asks how does how do you purchase extra fast passes if you're at club level have any have any of the tas done that yes done that i have one that's going to but yeah i mean i we haven't done it yet can i just a few times you, you would call signature services and it's at 90 days out. You don't have to call at seven o'clock. Like you would do your fast passes. You can call at nine. They're wonderful to work with. You have they, to have a three day. Yeah. You need a three day. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic deal. I, I think getting three days of extra fast passes, even if you have a room of, you know, five people is a better deal than doing a VIP tour personally. And it's so, $50. Did you say $50 per person per day? Yes, it's a, it's a good deal and they can get you whatever you want. They'll make both sets of fast passes. So they'll do your extra three and they'll do your regular ones. There are some limitations as far as being able to modify those fast passes until the 60 day mark. So you would want to ask about that, but they're fantastic to work with. So yeah. Can they cross parks? Yes. So you would have to do three and then you're three, but yeah, you can do that. They'll do anything pretty much what you want. I mean, and, and granted this could change because obviously as, as they continue to do things and they change how they, you know, are servicing people, they might change that. But right now you can. And, um, 
there's no tiers for them, correct? When they have their extra ones? No, there's not. So that's the other nice thing. Oh yeah, it's really nice. And then they'll put their original three first. So you can use those and then you can automatically start booking another one even before you've used the ones that you've purchased. And doesn't it include the nighttime spectaculars as extras? No, it doesn't anymore. Uh, no, it that does is not. One yeah. thing. They, they actually changed that probably a month into oh, doing yeah. it. So they kind of grandfathered people in with that because they sort of made the change um, pretty early on, but they don't do that anymore. It's again, it's and an anything big deal. subject to change too, though, at any time because yeah. Disney does change that right. sometimes things change, but as far as right now, that's how it is. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, we've got two more. Nikki asks, you can bring back any retired attraction, which one and why I'm going to start with Adam horizons. Okay. Uh, Bridget. I was going to say the same thing. Horizons. Okay. Why do you guys like that so much? I loved horizons. I loved that you could pick like where you were going to like travel in the future. And then the screens came up. And if you, there was, I just remember there was like an orange grove and you could smell the oranges. It was fantastic. I like, I picked all, I always picked the underwater. Okay. I never what about, what about you, Liza? Well, since everybody said horizons and I was <laughs> going to say horizons, I'm not going to say horizons. I'm going to say body wars. Okay. People like that one. That's like a fun kind of, especially when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Tony. Let's go back to the original imagination pavilion. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go with Dream Along with Mickey. I always love that show. My kids love it. We still sing the song. So it's just a fun one in front of the castle, if you don't remember. Okay. Melissa asks, when you think about Disney, what movie, song, attraction, experience, or activity brings a tear to your eye? Okay. And she mentioned Saving Mr. Banks, which I have to admit was got me a little emotional. So I'm going to go with Tony because Tony is a sensitive guy. We've already established that. So as I have gotten older, I have uh, found that I cry at pretty much everything. Um, So whether it's like a beer commercial or (laughs) no, seriously, there was that beer commercial, like, I don't know, five or six years ago where the old man was at the ballpark with his glove and the foul ball gets hit like two rows behind him and the guy catches it and he puts it in the old man's glove and the old man's like, well, I caught the ball. Like that made that tear. I don't know. Did he pass him a Miller light? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then bikini girls came through and then there was a a horse and a fog machine. But um, (laughs) I don't know. I cry at everything, you know, every Disney movie, every ride, you know, I can find a reason. Like I'll think of a reason on a ride and it'll make me cry. Like, Oh my God, this was Isabel's first roller coaster. And, and I cry, you know, I cry at the fireworks because I look at the people around me and uh, you know, I see the joy in their face and I, and I get all like, you know, teary eyed. Um, it's amazing. Uh, It's either, it's either I, I'm very sensitive um, or there's my allergies just act up all the time. (laughs) Okay. Very nice. Bridget. Um, I, I'm kind of the same way as Tony, like the fireworks always kind of get me. Um, when the main street electrical parade was around the last time and Nick saw it for the first time, I, I remember welling up. And then when Katie saw it for the first time, because that was the parade I used to see when with my grandparents and my mom when I would go when I was little. Um, so anything that kind of like stirs those like emotions, like Katie, I was holding her, um, up for the fireworks, the, um, the newer fireworks. And um, they were talking about how, like, you can do anything. And she's like, I can do anything, too, Mommy. And I was like, yes, you can. You can do anything you want to. <laughs> I was, like, crying at that. So, you know, anything that's, like, you know, just kind of 
makes you just feel good all over, I always get a little teary. God, you people are making me sick. All right. I'm I'm a big (laughs) cheese ball. (laughs) Adam, go ahead. Uh, I always cry at the end of Cinderella and Toy Story 3, the movies. Really? Why do yeah. you cry at the end of Cinderella? Well, because she, you do you know, have she... a problem with monogamy? Is that what it is? Um, <laughs> I mean, she gets married. Things ended well for her. Yeah, but she like, was really well. Yeah, but she was down in the she she was thrown thrown away by you oh. know, like she she had nothing and and you know with the help of the mice and all the other animals and the fairy godmother she she had a chance and uh, and then she okay. saved these other glass slippers so that she could show it to the uh, whatever that guy was the butler or whatever so she could put it on her foot at the end of that and then sorry every time at, in a parade and there's obvious a kid or a young adult Are you getting with, emotional I am actually a kid or young adult with with obvious for lack of a better term special needs and how excited they get to see a character, and anytime the characters or the parade people will wave or, you know, high five or something to them. And then when I see the family members, the siblings, because I know that that was me when I was their age, and just joy of, of their sibling being excited to uh, see their favorite character. So, yeah. Wow, that's a first. We had somebody cry on the show, and it's not because of something I said. <laughs> oh, All right, Liza, go um, right ahead. Yeah, well, movies, up. Uh, it's it should be a crime, because that movie was so, I couldn't even deal. I cried so hard. And then um, Coco, that, that's just not even right to do that to a person. And to have a movie like that, because I cried so hard. I was like, this is not okay. And my kids were like, why did you take us here? This is horrible. I'm like, I know. And then um, Illuminations is the only show that I've ever gotten teary-eyed. But that's just because my stepdad loved it so much. And he did pass away. But he And he loved it. And so after he passed away, the first time I saw it again, oh, these people probably thought I was a freak. That's another reason why I probably love it so much, too. And they're taking it away, but they will never take away the audio in my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's nice. You people are all weak. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> nice. I, I don't you know. None that of this up movie was horrible. None of this makes me cry. You the cried only, it up. No, I was uncomfortable. I thought you cried. <laughs> no, I didn't cry. I don't, I, don't cry. I don't cry at movies. The only time anything has ever made me cry at Disney was when they brought out that thing of macaroni and cheese that looked like someone had sat at on it mm-hmm. at the Diamond Horseshoe. Okay, well, I challenge you to watch Coco. Right. No. Seriously. I never cried. The saddest I have ever been in a movie was um, maybe Schindler's List. I didn't yeah. cry at Schindler's List. I cried at Coco. Gosh, I'm yeah, sad. I cried at Schindler's List. It's <laughs> made, made me get a little misty. And I did feel bad during Infinity Wars when Spider-Man oh, got my. dusted. And I looked over at my youngest child and he was crying. I was like, oh, God, why did you do this to my child? But, um, but I didn't personally cry because I knew he was coming back. I was going to say, didn't you realize he was coming back in another movie? <laughs> Um, yeah, I did because I'm a grown up. But <laughs> no, you know, you're so a little kid. I was like, oh god, no. So, so you I don't kill the spider, but he comes right back. So basically, these these superheroes, it doesn't even matter because they're just not ever gonna die. No, that's because they time traveled and changed. Oh it. my <laughs> gosh. Okay, I it's time travel with it. I can't even deal with it. <laughs> it's real. Okay. I All guess right. You didn't listen to our uh, end game review, Liza, huh? I so. totally. I couldn't. How am I supposed to listen to that? <laughs>
I think it's time to give this show the snap, actually. Kill it off like Spider-Man. Like... Nope. Wait, we'll come back. Um, <laughs> exactly. Okay. I'm, I'm going to close out. Guys, thank you so much for, for submitting your questions. I, I hope we did them justice. And if you like us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, where Adam will be sobbing over a telephone commercial or something. I don't know, whatever people <laughs> cry over. And um, you can also find us on Instagram where we try to update all the time so we can bring you the latest and fun Disney stuff. That's it. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Coco, I'm serious. If you don't cry over Coco. Yeah, Coco was, that was, that was bad. I mean, we all, really get the kids were crying. We were all crying. My kids were sobbing and yeah. saying, can we leave now? And the artillery simulator thing is an annoying noise. <laughs> I hate that. First is Chris, she's smirky and loves cats. There's also Rachel, she has all the facts. And then Liza, her inappropriate words. And Adam in the bathroom sneaking dessert. And good old Tony never wears a shirt. Bridget is practical, she's always sure. And last is her husband, his name is Mark. He never gets to do what he wants in the park. The Mouse and More Podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Prepare for Disney galore. The Mouse and More Podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Disney Galore, the Mouse and More podcast. It's all you want and more. A fun internet broadcast. Prepare for Disney Galore.